Schools right now, or with our young people right now, I think all of us in this room would say we, we find it difficult to navigate, to cope with. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, the reason we're not telling you what it is is we want it to become as much as a surprise to you as it was to Emily. Now, Emily has been raising twins uh, solo since they were four years old and those twins are about to go into their last year of school. But when they were 14, something happened, a dramatic thing happened that completely changed the makeup of her family going forward. So Emily came into the studio, the twins sat outside and we started the conversation by asking what that event was. So in 2020, they were involved in a severe car accident. Um, they walked away unscathed. And when I say unscathed, there was no physical problems. It was all mental. Where were you when you heard about this car accident? I was in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so right. you weren't with them. They were dri- no. Who were they driving with? Their stepbrothers just got his peas and he was driving to school, gunned it through an amber light, got clipped and flipped the car on its oh. roof. <laughs> and all of them walked out. They walked that. away. Okay. Wow. Yep. But then mm. you went to the hospital and what happened? So the treating doctor took me aside um, and said that Blake needed to have a conversation with me and if that conversation didn't happen that I needed to contact her. So the treating doctor had seen some scars on the legs. Um, so it turned out that Blake was self-harming. Okay. Yeah. Which I was gutted, mm. absolutely gutted about. I always thought I was an open book with my kids and they could come to me for anything. For him to hide something like that from me, it was just awful. Okay, so what was the secret? So he came to me, she came to me um, and said, Mum, I don't think I was meant to be a girl. Okay, so these two children were birthed as identical twin twin girls. girls. One of them has said, Mum, I'm in the wrong body. Yep. So what did you do? (sighs) Hugged him and said, you could be purple for like hair. <laughs> and we took steps. So you're talking about a 14-year-old? Mm-hmm. That's a lot to swallow. And you immediately went, that's fine. I'm okay. Whatever you need. 100%. From that moment on, did the twin that was birthed as a girl then become, like how, how did all that happen? <laughs> I, I really want to be yeah. so respectful but I'm not no, great no. with my pronouns yeah. and no, all that sort of thing. ask the question because yeah. I had no idea. I did research. He's done a lot of research. Hat off to him. He's done a lot. Um, we went to our local GP and got a referral for the children's hospital. Now they've got a gender clinic which I had no idea existed either, no. right? yeah. They were just brilliant. And then we were referred to a gender-specific counsellor. Again, did not know they existed. Um, An endocrinologist. So Blake does not want us to talk about previous name and that's totally fine. But when in that point in your life did it change? Mm. Yeah, so I struggle with the name Blake. Um, It's almost like I was grieving a child. Mm. I lost a child but didn't, if that makes sense, Mm. ended up doing the name change and all the rest of it. But he's kept the initials BJ because all his life I've called him BJ. Okay. I think he did it more for my benefit than anything else. Yeah. And I reckon with the age too, there'd be a a temptation as a mum to say, you're 14, you're going through so many hormones right now. Let's just see where it sits for a bit, right? Let's just give it a year or two. Yeah, it'll pass. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But apparently it'd been going on for years at school. His friends were calling him Blake. Wow. I was know. oblivious. Wow. So when did the school get on board and how did you navigate all of that? Um, so Blake said to me that he wanted to start wearing the boys' uniform. The accident was in March and I think we were getting uniforms 
um, maybe in the middle of the year we were getting okay, new uniforms. So fairly quickly. Yeah. It was actually a really funny story. He was getting changed and he said, I want to wear boys' uniform. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. How do we do that? You know, like, oh, my God. And he's in the change rooms getting changed. And the lady, the tuck shop lady was saying, I don't even know if you can do that. And I was like, you try the boys' uniform on. I'll be back in a minute. And I've gone to the office and I've said to the office, is that going to be a problem or is she going to be discriminated against? Wow, here we go. And as Blake came out of the change rooms, he's like, where's mum gone? And the lady goes, oh, she's just gone to the office. And he's like, oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Defend your kids, right? Mm. Of course. 100%. Yeah, the, the mama lion was yeah, on, yeah. The, on the hunt. Yeah, 100%. Um, were they supportive? Yeah. I mean, there's a whole lot of things about teachers, yeah. what teachers call students, toilets. You know, friends. Yep. So the friends were all on board a long time ago. The teachers were calling him B okay. Okay. instead of Blake. Now they call him Blake. The role was changed pretty much straight away. And they have non-gender specific toilets at the school. Well, oh, have not, they? They always have, but they have lately. Yeah. Right. What about a roll call of family and friends? I said to him he needs to tell his grandparents. Everyone else doesn't really matter. They'll either click on or they don't, whatever. Yeah. He took my mum aside actually and said, oh, this has gone on, da, 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 da. Mum came out of the bedroom and goes, oh, I already knew that. <laughs> really? <laughs> you feeling when, good about yourself? Yeah, yeah right. Um, she went home and texted Blake and said, I just want you to know that I've changed your name on my phone. Oh. <laughs> and, and he was chaffed. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if you'll really be up for this in the light of the way these two have previously hoodwinked you for most of your life. <laughs> <laughs> would it be okay if we got the twins, you got Blake and Cindy, and, and had a chat to them? 100%. And they put you yes. outside so you can stand at the glass oh, wall and what? go, what are they talking <laughs> about? Well, let's get yeah, them let's in. Speak to let's them. have a chat. We're joined in the studio by Blake and Sienna, who were born as twin sisters, but Blake Blake has transitioned into the Blake that we're meeting today. G'day, Blake. How are you? Hi, I'm good. That's yeah, good. And Sienna, how are you doing? I'm good too. Thank you. Can you give us your life in your perspective? What was going on for you, Blake? Uh, well, I used to have in primary school only male friends um, and I would always hang out with them, but I was always treated differently as female. A girl, ostensibly to everyone at school, but in your friendship group, all boys? Yes. Okay. Um, so were you guys not hanging out, Sienna? Were you guys not sort of like at lunchtime at school or whatever? Were you guys not? We mostly hang it out in like classrooms because we always shared the same class but at lunchtime he wanted to be with the boys he was uh, a boy yeah. he was like yep i'm with the boys <laughs> yeah. okay. and it was like that like till grade four and then because they treated me like a girl i just decided that i was just gonna suck it up and pretend to be one so i started making girlfriends and hanging out with my sister a lot more as a child growing up do you know the moment where you looked at yourself and thought this isn't right i don't know i always thought that everyone felt like that I guess it didn't really become an issue until I started puberty, so about 13 years old. And then what, you saw your body and went, this isn't right. Yeah. Sienna, we always talk about the great connections between, you know, twins. Did you have a sense of this turmoil or was it something you guys talked about? Um, we've always, like, spoken to each other about this stuff. I feel like when he came out, I wasn't surprised because I feel like I've always just known that he wasn't meant to be a girl. Him being a boy just makes sense to me. I, like, replaced all our childhood memories of him as a boy. So, really? Yeah, so like when I think back, he's just a little boy. Wow. So that car accident that was so kind of revolutionary for your mum, for you, you were waiting for the moment to tell her? Oh, man, that shit's terrifying. <laughs> what, like, <laughs> what's terrifying, the accident or telling your mum? What was terrifying? Just not only telling my mum but coming to terms with it with myself. So, like, I had been out to my friends since, oh, my God, 12 years old, and I was just experimenting at 12, and I had actually, like, 
decided on the name Blake at around 14 when we got into the car accident and my mom was like, what is going on? I don't know. I just didn't have the strength to say it because it's not only hard for me, but it's hard for my mom. It's hard for everyone around me. Um, and I didn't want to put that sort of stress onto her. Like she's an amazing mom. It's you know? a lot. Uh, I got out of the shower and the adrenaline was pumping. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I went up to her and I, and I said, mom, I don't think I'm meant to be a girl. And then she was just like, all right. It was so anticlimactic. <laughs> where, where is my moment? Where, where is my moment? What did you want to do? Oh, no! <laughs> yes! yes. <laughs> I mean, you're 17 now. That's still really young. Yeah. And we've heard from your mum that school's really accepting and, you know, obviously friends and family. Have you lost anyone because of the change in your life? I didn't lose anyone when I came out. I actually lost a lot of people after I started transitioning because my personality and how I presented myself and what I started doing, um, people didn't like that because I started to act more like I wanted to. Yeah. I've lost so many people this year specifically because I started testosterone four months ago. I have two friends now, not including Sienna. Um, and I That's started it. at the start of the year with like, Oh, God, how many friends do I have? So many. I was, like, so popular. But that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask one of the one of the hot um, topics that comes up whenever you talk about this subject is sports. And so what? how does it go at school with sports? Like, do you compete against boys, girls? What what happens? Okay, I used to be a part of the volleyball team. Uh-huh. You hear that word, used to be? Yeah. That's yeah. because uh, the boys' volleyball team is filled with people above six foot i am five three yeah <laughs> i don't care that's yeah. discrimination <laughs> right there. No, so um they said i'm allowed to participate in sports with the boys teams okay they are totally okay with that yeah the school sees me completely as male even at the swimming carnival i swim with the boys teams even if i'm physically still you know not yes. as capable as right men. but yeah. do you have to wear do you because you haven't had the surgery yet right so you are you in female like how how do you do that well yeah what swimmers the female swimsuit covers the top are you and, and blokes wearing speedos are you, do you what oh, do you do God. Um, That's I wear Arashi and shorts. Yeah. There you go. Um, I wear okay. Arashi too, mate. I, just, yeah. I don't want to see people see this. See, isn't that terrible? <laughs> we're so intrusive and rude, but it's more just trying to understand yeah, the no, space yeah. that you're in. So forgive us. No, that's fine. There's things um, that help trans people. So I wear a binder. So my ah. chest is flat. And if I just put Arashi and shorts over the top. You can't just, tell. It's fine. Okay, at any point you can tell us to mind our own business, right? Mm-hmm. So I just don't want to trample on anything. Um, have you been in a relationship? Do you want a relationship? I'm yeah, not being I've, specific. I'm just asking. I've been in, oh, my God, three, I think. As Blake? Uh, well, no. All my relationships were actually pre-transition. I have not been in one since I've transitioned. Um, my last relationship was actually with a non-binary person. So they used they, them pronouns. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had both come out at the same time, so we were both working through our own transitions. The relationship didn't work because we were both working on ourselves rather than each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did you guys handle each other's names and pronouns well, having both come yeah. out and, tra- and dealing with that at the same time? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is really hard. Yes. Yeah. In school, everyone is accepting or there's a framework there or some are, some are not? At the beginning, a lot of teachers didn't understand because my name had changed um, on the system, but my name was only in brackets because it was not legally changed. And in Queensland, they don't change unless it's legally. Okay. So a lot of teachers actually refused to call me Blake. They would just use whatever name was on the roll. 
and I could just easily go to the guidance officer and they would get a talking to. So the school in general was good. It was just the teachers sometimes. Mm, okay. Um, I still get hate from a few uh, students who refuse to use my pronouns and stuff, but they all use my name because everyone else uses my name. So it just feels weird to call me my old name. So are you a he, him? Yes, I use he, him. And do you want kids moving forward? No, I do not want kids. Before starting testosterone, they gave me that talk. They said, if you start testosterone, you will most likely not be able to have kids. That Full is stop. fine. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, unless. Because um, you don't want to be a dad. No. Okay. No, I do that's, not want to be a dad. That's a big decision to make as a teenager, mate. Like That's a, that's a huge call to say. That, You'd that's be it. surprised how many people, um, kids my age, have already made the decision whether they want or don't want kids. Yeah. And a lot of us say we don't want kids. Because, yeah. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on kids to make that decision um, and be like, oh, uh, well, you need to have kids because that's what being human is. It's not. No. That is no. not what... My, my nephew says, you screwed up the planet. I don't want to bring more yes. children into yeah. it, <laughs> Right, basically. It's an interesting case study because you guys are identical twins and you've grown up in the same family, in the same, all same environment. So there's, you know, there's people that say, well, this happened and that's why Blake feels like Blake because there was something. But you guys had the exact same yes. upbringing. Yes. There was no moment that changed everything for Blake. Obviously, the moment with the car crash was the moment you came out. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating to think that you guys had the same experience growing up and yet just completely different outcome. Yeah, a lot of people think that it's nature versus nurture that causes like LGBT kids, but it's really not. No one really knows why it happens. I think it's just because we are who we are. What is the future going to hold? What's going to happen next? So we're doing testosterone injections every so eight weeks at the moment. So he's got another one coming up next week and he's saving up now for top surgeries. Did um, you say top surgery? Yes, yeah, so as in he removal. wants to get the breast okay, removed. Okay. Yeah. So he's already done the research there for surgeons. So to transition your body into the way that your heart and mind feels, like what does that cost? So testosterone injections are actually part of the PBS. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so $5.60 per injection. Oh, that's good. Um, every six weeks at the moment or okay. six to eight weeks and it'll pull out to every six months, I think. The endocrinologist, she's Medicare. Right. So that's all under. There is so much help out there and it's not expensive. It's just you've got to jump through a few loops, mm. uh, through hoops to make that happen, you know. It, it's not an unquestioning support, council-based support Claire, before you qualify to go down that path. The only thing I need to now pay for is the psychologists for top surgery. Okay. And that's a one visit. And have you noticed a physical change? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say you can't see past there. <laughs> Where's the butter, mum? In the fridge. No, it's not. It is, oh. mate. Look in the fridge. It's a thing. Boy thinking. <laughs> so it's he's got, he's got man vision. <laughs> It's a thing. I kid you not. That's hilarious. Attached to testosterone, clearly. It's a thing. Oh, this is a setup. Wow. (laughs) What else have you noticed? The voice is quite deep now. So um, I think the second testosterone injection, the voice was cracking. So we were cracking fun at him, which was kind of cool. The the body hair as well. So, yeah. And they say that the body is actually going to change. Like the shape of the body will change because he is so young. And as a mum, we worry about our children regardless. Yeah. Or as a parent, what do you want the future for your twins to be? Um, and is it different now for both of them? No, well, 
um, BJ wanted to be a doctor, like, and I said to him, you should become an endocrinologist because the knowledge is just phenomenal because he's done so much research. But now he's gone... The arts way. No, no, no. Okay, one, you can make a whole lot more money and it's not the arts. Yeah. <laughs> the passion, the dreams. And he's really good at it, to be yeah. fair. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, great. I think you've helped so many people. You've certainly helped me understand. And thank you very much for uh, leading us gently through your life. Thank you. Thank you. Robin, Terry, and Kim. Kiss. 97.3.